I'm sorry, I am um, been studying exposure by Wilfred Owen recently. So the melancholy dawn rising is literally taken from the, the, the embers of the fire. Like I can't help it. Will our hobby listens to this and goes, you, you were doing exposure last week. I can tell because it's all <laughs> over the podcast. When we did the charge of the light brigade. Fucking love. Will is such a good up. guy. He's awesome. He's such yeah. a nerd. everyone and welcome to this week's episode of the Fellowship of the Tabletop Bellum Draconis. We are a live played 5e D&D podcast set in the magical home-brewed world of Aerith in the kingdom of Sleepguard. My name is Mark and I am the Dungeon Master and also with us for this week's episode we have Will who plays the human cleric Emron. Well things got a bit deep into pub. Ian who plays the tiefling warlock Nyx Corell. And run. And run. Callum who plays with his nipples because he's topless. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh God! What was that? <laughs> oh God! And we're done. That's something for you all there. And we're done. Oh my God! And, and, and that's our opening right there. I've never heard such ecstasy <laughs> from your lips <laughs> for your own nipples. I'm not normally there. banging you, so yeah, there you go. That's why you never hear it. Ooh. And we've got Darren who plays the high elf artificer Rain's Haddow. <laughs> what the fuck was that, Callum? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> What, what was the? Uh, I think I've had too much alcohol this evening. But seriously, why are you topless? Because it's very hot in here. Okay, fair enough. It's getting it's literally hot in it. here. I have my window open. The sun is literally just blaring down upon me at the moment, and it gets very hot. Hillbilly trash. You're gonna burn in the summer when it's proper summer. Uh, yeah, I do burn. I just go red. Oh, well, there you go. We can sunbathe together. Anyway, um. Thank you for joining us, everyone. Good to see you four again. Uh, we obviously don't have Darren, Darren, Danny, who is our normal chief chronicler of the events that have taken place in the final episode. However, we are passing over for the third time, not for the last, over to our rules consultants for an update on what happened on last week's episode of the Fellowship of the Tabletop. Previously on the Fellowship of the Tabletop, Bellum Draconis. So it all got a bit quiet in the street. Everyone was staring at each other. And then Emron decided to hit things. <laughs> things did not go well. Nyx was down. Alpha was down. Emron was down. And Reigns, well, he stood there. <laughs> <laughs> Say it. Say it. <laughs> but don't worry, because now he negotiated. And then he allowed Marota to be dragged off. Then, in a fitting moment, Reigns sat in the street in the rain. Waiting for help. As the rain fell, along came our knight in shining armor. Quite literally. <laughs> Sir Tanner Barry. Some guy who just happened to be walking along. Came along and said, I'll fix you. Well, not in that voice, but I can't do that voice. <laughs> I'm a one voice guy. Anyway, he came along and healed people. And he decided that this was not the place to have a deep. Heart to heart. Where else should we go? How about a place we've used before? So we went to the Half Hoof Inn, because just like any good sitcom, we're reusing our sets. <laughs> <laughs> so they went to the Half Hoof Inn and decided to get some drinks and then have a heart to heart. Emron and Reigns had a deep heart to heart. Feelings were shared and the air was cleared. Nick's got drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. Alpha and Reigns retired early, leaving Emron and Nyx behind, where Nyx got a little deep. And so we started to part the veil of Nyx's mystery and learned more about him. Upstairs, Alpha and Reigns again started to reveal things about their inner workings. And thus, with the episode done, the adventure was ready to continue. Very nice. Yeah. And Reigns just stood there. Yes. <laughs> I was just wanting to say, Reigns just sat there in the rain. 
Rain's in the rain. Very rain's nice. In very the rain. Nice. Now, at the end of the episode, I mentioned about having a long rest and um, a big morning, but I just wanted to pre-date that slightly because I know one of you wants to um, get up to some shenanigans in the night, uh, as many of you actually don't actually have to sleep particularly long. Um, the night, in terms of its long restingness, is relatively short, and so there is actually quite a bit of time before and after uh, where you can get stuff done. Um, so during the night, the downstairs of the half Finn is quiet, save for the low crackle of a slowly dissembling fire, uh, still and uh, quiet embers of the fire continue to warm the central portion of the pub and in turn warm a number of the rooms down the corridor to the right through the corridor down towards the bedrooms where the four of you are residing. Uh, Reigns, we're going to start with yourself, if that's okay. I know you had a couple of things you wanted to to get done whilst the, the pub was quiet. Um, just remind me, are you sharing with Alpha? Have you all got separate Alpha. rooms? Alpha. Alpha, okay. Mm. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, over to you. Do you want to go from pre-trance or post-trance? Have I done four hours or is this pre you Whatever you want to do, if you would, if you would have your trance and then post. do stuff, I would, I would probably allow my trance to, yep, to absolutely, and then go. Um, Reigns will snap out of his trance. He's effectively sat on his bed with his back to the wall and his hands around his knees. And as his eyes open, his thoughts are going to immediately turn to the jewel that Alpha was holding out before him earlier. He's going to think that that didn't make any sense and he doesn't know where that's come from. However, something Reigns has been meditating on is because that jaw looked warped and, and slightly otherworldly. Was that a memory rune? And that's a question for you. Would you recognize? Yes, it? because if, if, if it's... I mean, I can make a history check, but I, I've done a lot of work with memory runes because I went through several in trying to animate alpha with them um for a history check i'd probably want you to be able to hold it in order to properly okay. examine it and look at it um if not it might just have to be a kind of post hoc um perception Arcana? perception check whatever, yeah it depends if you're if you're going off the flash of it of it as you quickly see it that's very different to i think for me a history check is like sit down with it pontificate blah 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 um, yeah, so it's up to Rains you which way you want to go about rock, it. Reigns isn't going to rock that boat tonight. It, it, even if it's just a very compromised, poor check, he's just contemplating it for now and he's just recalling seeing Alpha hold that. He had his own stuff going on while Alpha was doing that. Mm. But for now, it's just the first, it was on Reigns' mind before he went into his trance. It's a bit like, I imagine Reigns' trance is a lot like when. You know when you have a light sleep and you come to and what was on your mind before you went to sleep is just immediately there? Yeah. Like when you've got a lot of stuff on your mind with work? It's kind of like that. He's just come to and that very bizarre jewel is just at the forefront of his mind. And, um, yeah, okay, give me give me a history check for it then. We won't go history of the item, but kind of your, your history. Rolling it for you now. Thank you. It's pretty good. It's a 22. You think back to the memory rune and it's the effect it's had on your life, the change it's had on the way in which you view the world and that you view your family and your friends. And in doing so, a very, very, very clear image of the rune, its power, its energy, its arcanic nature comes back to you. The jewel that you saw Alpha hold does not share any of those properties from your memory. Reigns will immediately have a kind of sigh to himself, almost a sigh of relief, at which point he'll get off the bed and his mind will turn to one of the reasons why he's been very keen to seek out the Harfoof Inn, and he will creep out into the corridor as quietly as he can. Could you give me a stealth check then, please? If you're going quiet, quiet, that is. It's also worth noting that Alpha will be able to see all of this because of his own very creepy sleeping habits. He just plugs himself in and charges via USB port. 
wireless charging, actually. <laughs> I don't know why that's not come through, but it's an 11. Oh, it just has. There you go. Just come through. Okay, thank you. Um, Alpha, during this, obviously, you you are conscious and sentient. You can see this taking place. If at any point you want, if Alpha wants to do anything in the process of it, just let me know. Just button and... Um, that's fine. In yeah. all fairness, just as he approaches the door, um, I would probably just kind of quickly activate and turn to him. Where is it you are going at this late hour? Jesus, Alfred. You, I thought we talked about you doing that watchy thing while I'm while I'm in my trance. And, and just in general, it, 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 it's creepy. Stop doing it. <laughs> and if you must know, I have some crown prince matters that I have to attend to that I think I need to do whilst we're in this place. Now, it might be really useful if you come with me but we're going to have to do it quiet. Like you understand me. I am more than happy to accompany you. I will endeavor to be as quiet as I can. Right. Well, I would say get dressed, but at the very least, just, just put on that. I coat. am already presentable. <laughs> well, we have to redefine your definition of presentable. You're a, you're a walking tin can, but anyway, you coming? Of course. And yeah, Alpha will get up and start uh, following. Uh, quiet, like. Yeah, he'll he'll follow suit. So if Rain starts to kind of crouch down, Alpha's just going to crouch down after him. So everything Rain tries and does, he's just going to imitate him as we're trying to get out of this tavern. Nice. Could I have a stealth check from you as well, please, then, Alpha? Yeah, you can do. Um, I have to do it with disadvantage. Yes, you do. Ooh. I also got an 11. Nice, it's 20, then 11, nice. Uh, excellent, thank you very much. So you creep down the corridor and there's a single candle lit, uh, just one to allow some form of semblance of light to make you feel like you're not totally left in the darkness in the half you've been. You uh, creep down the corridor <clears throat> and take the right turn to the central portion of the inn. There are no plinths lit, there is no light save for the glowing embers of the fire in the in, in the center of the of the pub, around it are a number of tables and chairs. The round tables uh, have been cleaned down. The chairs have been stacked up upon them, and the floor sweet swept. Uh, you look around to the bar area and to the front door. The front door seems barred shut, and with a, a piece of wood stuck behind it. And uh, the bar itself seems uh, empty as well. What would you like to do? Are there any obvious doors that look like they go to a cellar or to a back room or to a staff room only? Yes. Uh, looking to your, as you've come through to your right again, so kind of alongside to the bar, um, there is a, a kind of a small passageway slightly adapted to the back of the pub, which turns left and there are two doors there. There's one door, which you can assume, well, not really sure where it goes. The other one does give the insinuation that it goes down towards the cellar. Yes. I will go to the door that looks like it's not going to the cellar and mm -hmm. I will just rattle a, a knock on it. Oh, there's no response. It echoes down the it. corridor slightly, but there's no response. I'll go over to the cellar and do the same. No response to that either. I'll try the cellar door. It's open and quite e evenly opens back on its hinges. No creak, no noise, no nothing. Um, and below you is an interesting sight. All the candles are lit. A number of candles along the stone walls of this cellar. As you work down it, you notice how the space has been retrofitted from a cellar of a tavern into a shrine, a shrine to a god or a deity that you've never seen, never really heard of before. The large casks that would normally be side on, filled full of ale or wine, have been stood up and are now used primarily as almost seating banks around a shrine in the center um, of this this cellar and in the center is a small not even ornate but very kind of basic plinth made of stone and on top of that plinth is um a piece of cloth 
around the plinth are a number of candles lit and you can swear you swear you see a low level bit of kind of smoke in the room might be from the candles might be from something otherworldly and the minute you step over that threshold it's a very very faint just buzzing in your ear almost like there's a, a mosquito or a fly or something just around but like really really like nowadays it'd be like you know when you turn a tv on and like an old crt monitor and you just get a slight buzz of something that's the kind of feeling you've got in your ear nothing ominous but just you notice it and you try and move your jaw around to work out the sound but it doesn't seem to shift it Rains will pause almost in awe of what he is seeing and then make his way down into the basement now i'm gonna go as i go down Rains is just gonna go hello anyone down here there's no response I'm going to keep moving towards the shrine. Okay, you managed to get all the way up to it. Uh, it's warm down here. It might be from the candles. It might be from the ground below. I'm not really sure, but there's a there's a warmth to the space. The buzzing continues. The low-level kind of fuzziness and smoke in your eyes continues as well. Um, there's no sense of threat you feel. There's no sense of response from anyone else. You can see all the corners and all the gaps. There's no kind of long shadows or hidden passages in this area. It's very much an open area um, as you approach the, the plinth. Hey, Alpha. Hmm? You ever want to know why the Nakavolo weren't needed to, to fix the blight? I have always been curious. Yeah, well, I think you're standing in it. This room... I am confused. No. You heard what people were saying on the boat over. Helena used to come in here. And there was apparently some form of god of death or undead or whatever it was. You need to ask Emron about the final details of that bit, but I think we're in the right place. So Alpha's just going to be wandering around a little bit at the moment. He's not touching anything, but he's just kind of absorbing images and layouts and all that kind of stuff uh, as to what he sees. Is there any sign of anyone in this room? Is there a sign that anyone is here? You can give me an investigation check if you want. Could I offer aid to that, just um, uh, as a thing? Because obviously, I could also... it's 21. I'm rolling yeah. well this evening. You are rolling. Right. You might one. not need that. Yeah. Might not need the aid. You have a good fish around and look around through and around many of the barrels, and you just walk up to each of the large casks and just give it a knock on the side, many of which are still full, you can assume, of liquid. Um, but one of them... You bang and it sounds hollow. As you approach both ends of it, you realize one of the ends is um, open, the end that is facing away from the uh, plinth in the center. So the closest side is blocked off, wooden. The other side is um, uncovered. And as you approach it, you realize you can see a pair of feet sticking out of the end of it. Hello? They don't seem to move or hear. I'll go over and just kick them. They were very gently as like a nudge to wake someone up. And you hear a bang on the inside of it. Ah, what the fuck was going on? The legs constrict and move away. And then the head pops out of the bartender who was serving you up above uh, not many hours ago, bleary-eyed, looking out at you. Oh, what the fuck are you doing down here? What time is um, it? I'm sorry. I ain't aware of the time. Uh, look. I'm going to level with you. I'm looking for friends of Helen the Sleep God. You know where I might find someone who is a friend to the princess? His frown relaxes and he looks directly at you. No, never heard of her. I, I know she frequented this tavern before. I'll point to the statue of the Kiva before the, the whole thing with the blood. Look, look I, I promise I'm on the level and I'll take up my scroll of pedigree. I'm just a light-minded individual looking to prove his worth in the world just like she did. He's going to let out a long sigh and kind of lay back in the um, barrel again for a second and just stretch 
grab his pillow from inside and a thin uh, sheet that he took with him down and kind of step himself out. Listen, whether she came down here or doesn't, or did or does not, doesn't matter. Look, if you want to leave something for her, if she ever turns up, I'll give it to her. I can't make any promises. And not that I know her either, just in case you're some double agent crap. I am not a double agent. That is an official scroll of pedigree. See, I've seen people can write all kinds of stuff these days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all very nice. But all right, that's fine. Words is better than writing. I'm just going to turn and point to Alpha. As I say, have you ever seen this? Yeah, I saw him up with you. uh, You earlier. Why? What's the? What's wrong with him? Oh, that ain't a costume. That that is a Alpha. How do you explain what you are again? I am a construct. Please permit me, and I'll just kind of take the robe down below my head so we can see the head in all full robotic glory, and I'll remove the gloves, seeing his range as well, and kind of introducing me properly as the Nakalova. He's going to jump out of the barrel and draw his sword. Whoa, 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 whoa. Easy, the blight, easy there, easy the blight are dead. The blight are gone. What the fuck is that? Yes, the blight are gone. You are correct. Up in Shadowman, we have a kingdom to the south known as the Hentus Empire. They had their own problems with the Blight. And myself and my friend, who is staying here with me, were of mind to do something about it. So he's quite a good smith, and I'm, I'm pretty good with magic. And we built the Nakavolo, and the first Hello. of which you see here, yeah, Alpha. We, we did that because we wanted to help the world rid the we wanted to rid the world of the blight, see? Unfortunately, someone else of royal heritage got to that before me. Well, not unfortunately, I suppose. I suppose that's kind of a good thing. But anyway, I'm slightly off the point here. I want to be friends with Helen the Sleep God. I need to be. The Highness doesn't need friends. You must understand. These are delicate times in the kingdom of Sleekgard. I, I get their delicate times. Remind me, is it princess or, or queen? Why are, we, why are we calling Helena these days? She's the queen. She's always been the queen. Uh, it, it did, did Leopold die? God rest him. And I, don't get me wrong. I, I, I've heard many great things about Leopold. My daddy fought in the great unmending with King Leopold Sleekgard. I've heard many a great thing about him, but as far as I'm aware, King Leopold is still alive, right? So help me out here. I'm just trying to figure out what's happening in the city. I don't know what they call it. A deposition, a destruction, a de- de- assassination. He's not here, simple as. No one knows where he's gone. Everyone's got a rumor. No one knows for certain. Now listen, in the nicest possible way, you weren't who I was expecting to come down here this time. We get all kinds of acolytes coming down all hours of the day, and I'm the one who has to collect up to make sure this place stays tipped up. I, I died. Now, listen, if you got a letter, I can stash it. I can show it her if she ever comes here. But I'm going to be honest with you, and I will be honest. She only ever came back once after it all ended. Only one time, and that was almost over a year ago, right after the big celebration of life, the first time round. I haven't seen and, her since. And the dragon started appearing, I guess, sometime after that, right? It strikes me as strange that there are many metropolises across Aerith, and yet this one seems to be being plagued by dragons. Right. It's the forces that work, work here. The Abkriskra, you think you're the only one working on something to defend the people? As it's much as we dislike them. That, no, 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 no. It's a good thing that we have... The Upkriskra to protect us, I suppose. He he winters at that. <laughs> yeah, sure. Is it a notable wink? Is it a notable wink that perhaps his opinion of the Upkriskra is very different to the people who were swatting? Yeah, oh, it's oh, it's a wince more than a wink. It's a it's a mm, yeah, and it's very obvious he doesn't try and hide it. Well, I would leave you a letter, but I think you may understand what I'm saying here. Sometimes. Well, you just can't trust popular opinion, and 
popular opinion in Shadowman is that what me and my friend and, and our, our, our son, as he insists on calling himself here, has, has done is is dangerous and needs to be returned to Shadowman for the good for the good of our kingdom. Now you're going to hear that, and Helen is going to hear that in due course, and I, I can't leave word of letter to Helena. What I plan for Shadowman, I will only discuss with Helena alone, but. I can send her a message another way. Now, myself, Alpha, and uh, our new friends, and Emron, these names won't mean anything to you, but we're about the business of sending our own messages and say, oh, I don't know, a ship that's been terrorizing the high seas or a, uh, what was the other one? A, 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 your memory bank's perfect, Alpha. Was it a dragon wormling in, in uh, where was it? Um, Drelak, Drelak, Drelak. I do believe that was the information given to us, yes. If if, if sort of terrible things like that started to, well, started to be resolved by a group of heroes, perhaps you might remember this conversation. And when word of that, word of that renown reaches Helena, you might be able to just signpost us. Now, listen. I totally get where you're going from. Make a name for yourself. Draw some attention. I get it. And hell yeah, why not? You seem like good folk. But uh, I'm being honest with you. I haven't seen her in a year. I hear from her every now and then through her friends, through her aliases, through people. I will, of course. Yeah, you know, if you start, you start saving the world, I'll pass it on. I can't make any promises on that front, but of course, you, you, I can read people. And I know Helena. I traveled with her for quite some time. You're a good person. I can tell that. And I will pass it on if ever I hear from her again. But I make an aim for yourself, son. I think that's day, that's that's, uh, that's part number one. He has cheated his sword by this point. He's still looking interestedly at, at um, Alpha. All right. But uh, if that's if that's the message you want to leave, and you don't want to leave any paper trail or anything like that, that's all very well and good. But it must be nigh on midnight. It's usually the time they start creeping in now. Nothing to worry that's about. Fair. But well, I, I won't take any folk. more of your time. I just I thought this might be the place where I could find opinion of the CRISPR in line with my own, from what I've seen, and. When Helena Sleetgard left this city, in the first instance, she set about saving the world. And I'm going to try and do the same. And when I'm done, I want to change the way that my part of the world is governed for the better. He, he smiles at that, kind of lets the air out of his nose. Good. The world needs another generation of heroes. My lot are all a bit old now. Retired, some might say. Or, and he looks to the plinth with a piece of cloth on it, or moved on to other worlds. It's a bit of... Never mind. I don't... <sighs> I'm going to start to leave, and I'm going to turn back and go, oh, since those stories you think might struggle to make their way to Helena, should we ever find ourselves in the Sanguine Lands? And we have the means to. Would you like a father back? He raises his eyebrows at that. <laughs> I mean, that would get a fucking attention. For sure. What was your name again, friend? Damn, why have I forgotten his name? <laughs> I get the feeling it might be Canard, unless you're going to Canard, Canard, aye, of course, yeah. I had a J in my head. Like Canard, just... not Canard. Canard, Ken yeah. Canard. Why have I forgotten that? That's so bad. It's my favorite NPC to play after Tally. Um, aye. Maybe he's, he's, he thinks he's going to give like an ulterior name and he, he chickens out. Nah, Canard. I told you it upstairs yesterday. Come on, bad memory, you. I thought he had a memory bank. That He's one. got the perfect one. He's being devilishly silent once more. Right. Tell you what, we'll see what we can do should the time ever arise. And as I'm going oh, upstairs, I'm just going to say to him, 
We are of lofty, heroic ambitions, my friend Kanak. Well, let's hope that ambition grows into something more tangible than that, my friend. Go kill us a dragon or two, then we can talk. He says slightly lightheartedly. Alpha may stare at you for a few minutes before leaving. I hope you don't find it too creepy. And I'm just going to disappear. I'm (laughs) creeped out anyway. Uh, Right, you, uh, Alpha. Yes. Save this bit of into your memory bank, okay? Just look at that bit of cloth there. Can you see it? Indeed. That's taken from the tabard of an old hero and a good friend of mine. That's taken from the tabard of Claude. It's on the plinth now. You remember that, all right? Do you remember that name? I remember he's a Claude. goddamn hero. Claude the Hero. Well, he went I by know. a lot of names, but yeah, let's go with that one for now. All right. Not a problem. Pass it on. I will hold him I will hold him in my memory banks for you. Get out Thank of here you. before I chuck some water over you, see if you explode. Alpha's gonna pause for a second and then just kind of casually turn around and start following I, Rain's back. It was it was it was a joke. Never mind it. Oh, <clears throat> that's fucking creepy as he says crawling back into the uh, the tub that he uh, found himself in are you guys doing anything else are you heading just uh, back to back to bed or anything else on the way I will stop Alpha just on the way back and I'm really sorry this is taking a long time but I'll stop Alpha on the way back and I will just go that jewel that you were holding earlier mm-hmm. where'd you get it I acquired it from the other plane world where Nix had a test. You was not there. You don't think because of where it came from, it may belong to Nix rather than you? That was my original intention, as I have no right to keep it. However, a discussion with Marota soon after, she advised that we keep hold on to it instead of giving it to Nix herself. Uh, and I'm going to level with you, Alpha, when you were down... Nick did a very poor job at hiding that he was looking for something. I think he may know you have it. But that would mean that Marota told him that I did have it. Well, She advised me to keep it secret. Alright, well, that may be. But come the morning, we have to park all of this, including everything that just happened in that cellar, we have to focus on getting Marota back, since I don't think Emron or Nix is going to insist on anything less. Now, our chances of getting Marota back could be compromised if either you or Nix are distracted by whatever that was. I see. Very well. I believe I know what I should do. Well, I promised myself... I wouldn't spend my time telling you what you should do. But you have my thoughts on it. We are in enough trouble without adding whatever Nick Carell is into onto that list. As always, they are appreciated. All right. Now I'm going to go do some... uh, I can't call it tinkering because it sounds weird, but I'm going to get my book (laughs) out and I'm just going to study some... I'm going to study the Steel Defender stuff that I was talking to you about. I reckon I might be able to make it work. You need to finish your cleaning, whatever you call it, your updating, your booting, whatever you call it. I shall. I shall go resume standby mode. <laughs> and Alpha, come the morning. Getting Marola back is key. We park everything else. We agreed? I do believe that that should be a priority. I do not wish to hesitate any longer than we already have. Rains won't say anything. He'll turn, return to the room, just sit at the desk, take out his um, tattoo, pull down his sleeve, put his Rubik's Cubes out, just load up all the information he's got on the Steel Defender Protocol. The suit of armor will appear once again on one of the Rubik's Cubes, as will the evocation symbol on one of the other, along with the abjuration and transmutation symbol on one of the others. And he'll just start trying to calibrate those together along with the tattoo on his arm. And that will be the, sh- the small tinkering that he does up until mm. it's time for morning. Lovely. And Alfred's going to sleep. Yay. Thank there you, you go. <laughs> nice. Thank you very much, you too. Dawn approaches and appears through the sky, 
in Sleet Guard. It's a grey and still morning as a thin trickle of rain continues to fall as it has done all through the night. The windows are open in the room, the rooms along uh, the side of the half-hoof inn, and especially open and chilling the room ever so slightly is the room that contains a very tired Nyx and a very tired Emron. Emron, <laughs> you're probably the first to stir as you are the most sober of the two at this moment. You wake up uh, and turn to see uh, Nyx in bed asleep, which is probably the first time. It is the first time you've seen him unconscious. Nyx or bed. is but naked on top of the bed, not in the covers, with his ass up in the air, his head down on the pillow and jaw coming out of him. His tail is just softly uh, swishing left and right as if it's just been constantly moving all night. You know what? Top. This is why I love you, Ian, because I was literally about to say, how does Nick sleep? And you already had that ready to rock and roll. Um, Jump straight on it. That's amazing. So you have a nude cat-like tiefling, um, half passed out, half asleep on the bed next to you. Um, what, what, do you what do you want to do? So Emron sort of rolls out of bed, sits up, makes old man noises as he sort of, you know, when you're in middle age, you sort of, make noises as you move and he sits up and he looks over and goes oh fuck it <laughs> I just got images of the eyes slightly opening and there's just bare ass there just, just oh, for fuck's sake blue <laughs> moon right. he's, he's, he's his own person he's allowed to do what he wants I just need to find some new eyes. It's fine. <laughs> um, and Emron will ease himself out of bed. Just, oh, oh. And he cracks his neck from side to side and rolls his shoulders and goes, Reet. Grabs his stuff. I mean, he's not being quiet, but that's fine. Um, takes a look at Nick's. Looks at the door. And walks out the door. Could you give me a perception check, please, Ian, with disadvantage? Hmm. Happily. Well, that's an 81. Yeah, don't bother rolling the other one. Uh, 16. <laughs> yeah, we'll take the natural one. Yeah, you don't, you, you leave <laughs> and you hear absolutely nothing. Um, could you also, just while we're here with you, Nick, just give me a quick constitution check. Uh, yeah, just give me a, a dice roll and use your constitution modifier. Is that a save? Not, it's not a saving throw. You mean a con save? Con save would be. You're it's literally been a, a week. I'm sorry. Can I have a con yeah. save, please? I think our DM's tired. Been a hell of a 13. week. Thank you. Okay, Emron, you walk down the corridor and uh, enter into the main portion of the half in. It's still relatively quiet. The bar on the door has been removed and the doors are opened, letting in a nice cool breeze, but the grey sky outside doesn't bring in any additional light. Some plinths are lit, some torches are lit, the fire is not lit. Uh, there are a couple of individuals sat around um, eating bits of uh, bread and soup and having a couple of drinks, uh, but nothing particularly busy. The drinks all look relatively calm at the moment. Uh, you look behind the bar and see a youngish chap stood behind there who's walking around with a jug of water, handing it out to those who need it, um, handing out bread, etc., and talking prices and settling up uh, costs of nights in with uh, with the patrons. Aside from that, someone else around. What would you like to do? Um, as Emron sort of came, did he come downstairs? Was it like all on our, were our rooms on the ground floor? All on the ground floor. Cool, okay. So as he's walking out, he's sort of, he's looking for like, seeing, so the front, you can see the front door, and he's like, he goes over to the to the young lad and uh, goes, excuse me, young sir, um, I need to work some out. You got out, you need shifting about, or you got anything heavy out back? You said out a lot in that sentence. Um, oh, pardon? So... I'm I'm looking to, you know, shake stuff about and uh, work myself awake. Have you got stuff you need shifting or have you got heavy stuff out back? Oh, things to move? Yeah, if you want uh, out done. Oh, uh, yes, actually. Um, If you take the back door and he points to the door next to the cellar, 
And um, out and around there, there's a number of old crates that just need shifting out of the way of the door. Um, if you'd be so kind, that, that would do the dual purpose of waking you up and saving me a job later. E, that'd be cracking. You want them stacked or taken apart? What do you want? Taken apart be useful. We'll put them on the fire this evening. Reap. So Emron will sort of shuffle off. He sort of, he sort of, he's got his shirt on. He's, he's holding his chainmail shirt and his um in one arm and his and his travelling pack and he's got his hammer in the other and goes, "Reet, I'll get on that." And he goes out back. Thank, thank you, he says afterwards. I'll, I'll prepare some breakfast. Um, as you as you go out and uh, and start on that, um, Ian, I'm oh, sorry, Ian, Nick's, um, Nick's eventually comes to. And wakes up to an incredibly dry mouth, uh, probably a sore neck, probably a slightly sore head, uh, depending on his uh, affliction from last night. Constitution roll is quite good, so you're not horrifically hungover, but just you're very aware of, you know, you've you've had a bit to drink the, the night before. Uh, and your butt is cold because it's up high in the air. The window's open. <laughs> Everyone's a funny name. It's a funny. There's <laughs> a funny, funny. Oh, oh, oh! My neck. Oh, Good morning, Emron. There's any coffee? Coffee, Emron. Oh, my butt's cold. I don't know about yours, Emron. Um, Emron. I'm naked. No, I'm alone. What happened? What did I do? Who did I do? Anyone in here? Hello? There's no response. Hmm. Uh, clothes, I think, first off. Oh, no, maybe not. And I uh, open the window and just hurl outside. It splashes down into the alley below you as your room looks out back. Um, it lands on a number of crates stacked outside the back door. I thought we were on the ground floor. Oh, yeah, we are. Damn it. I was trying to get him to vomit on you. Sorry. Um, <laughs> it lands... No, it lands by your own narrative. I know. I know. It'll be too similar to last season. Uh, no, it's it just... Yeah, you've out the window and it lands into a nice little pile of mud uh, in the rain. The cool rain on your head is actually quite refreshing. Ah, that one's for you, Captain. <sighs> Good morning, world! <sighs> Time for some breakfast. Okay. And then Nick exits the door and then goes, Oh, wait! I best get my clothes on first. And then comes back <laughs> and tries to find his clothes. And he, he puts one leg through his trousers, stumbles, falls on the ground. He's like, ah, fuck! Then gets his other leg through and then eventually gets all his clothes and his daggers on and then finally he does this cool sort of swirling motion with his jacket but his jacket gets tied around his horns and he's like, oh fuck oh uh, <laughs> coffee 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 i need coffee and he stumbles out of the room coffee shouting out coffee anyone um, coffee alpha and reigns you've pretty much heard everything from bang 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 of uh of nick's waking up so you you're very aware that nick's is awake you're the room next to them anyway and um, damn it i'm so close to figuring out what's going on with these but alpha will you go see what he's yelling about of course so yeah alpha basically go next door and he's almost kind of gonna get to the door put his hand on the actual handle almost turn it and then just hesitate a little bit and then he's just going to knock instead nix are you okay are you in distress uh coffee can you make it? No, it Are you a walking coffee machine? I don't fully know what you can and can't do yet, Alpha. I'm presentable if you want to come on in. I do not make coffee, but I can get you one if you wish. Oh, hang on. Let me open the fucking door. <sighs> Hello. Hi. Are you coffee? okay? I'm Would you fine. like some? How are you? I've got a little bit of a headache going on, and I, I just wish you wouldn't shout so damn loud. My apologies. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. How have you got some coffee for me? I'm afraid not. Would you like some? Yes. Where can I get some? I believe they will be serving it at the tavern. Then lead the way. What are you doing wasting time talking? Let's get the man some coffee. 
Good morning, by the way. Good morning. And Alpha will turn around and start just heading towards where the generalized bar area was, assuming that there will be coffee there. And so are you, a Premier in? Yeah, no, Jesus. <laughs> Continental breakfast. Are you go yeah, around the cross corner. on, please. You go around the corner, only veal bacon, unfortunately. Now you go around the corner and uh, you see the same thing I described earlier. I'm not going to describe it again. Uh, and the man, the little boy man, um, walking around serving out water. Um, he turns when he hears you clankety clanky coming down and kind of the smile on his face drops ever so slightly, but then he raises another uh, slight smile and comes over. Hello. Did you? Good morning. Uh, I trust you slept well. I do not sleep, but the room was satisfactory for rain, so thank you. You don't sleep? No. Whatever. I recharge. I have water in a jug. Would you like some? Please. May we also have some coffee for my companion here? And he just gestures towards Nick's. Oh, am I here? Yeah, yeah, coffee for me. Oh, please. sorry. I've assumed you followed. I don't know if you did follow. I like the uh, thing that Nick's. How are you going? Because I'm just like, the walls are fucking moving. Yeah. I'm stumbling down. Yeah. In all fact, I've got an idea. It's like for my companion here. And then there's nothing. There's a pause. And then eventually Nick's just Hello? kind of stumbles down the hallway. I'm lost. Alpha? Is that please. you? Some coffee. Yes. I, I will go and uh, get some filtering through for you. Uh, I don't want filter. What What do you want? What do you think we Just have? Grind up strong beans and put hot water on it. Don't worry about the filter. Fucking on a ship, we don't have filters. And I like the bitter, the bitty taste. If I don't have like a mouthful of tar, it's not proper coffee. You're, okay? lucky, you're lucky your DM even permits bloody coffee in this damn campaign. Um... <laughs> You fussy on my ship, prick. we have plenty of coffee. <laughs> we import it. We had a sage barista coffee machine on board, you bitch. Coffee <laughs> connoisseurs of the seven <laughs> seas. <laughs> Would you like it, uh, venti? A sanguine man have grande. Plenty of tea house and uh, Right, I'll. Um, I'll, I'll I'll go, my train of thought I'll, go, right I'll go make a coffee I think are you serious there's no coffee in D&D is that not a thing well I, it well, was a question back in the day of like I don't know it, it depends it only grows in certain climates anyway so yeah there can sang, be but sanguine lands has it that's where you get it from the south I'll take the finest coffee beans from the sanguine lands please there's a slight shade of red that's why sanguine is a type of red that's what I go for. Mm. So there's a slightly red. We bean. make this shit up, listeners. We do. This is that. I totally made that up. Too. Um, yes, uh, I think I've got some beans for the sanguine land. Let me go. Let me go get them and <laughs> blend them up and leave them in the bottom of a jar for you. Yes, my man. Thank you very much. Take a seat, you fussy prick. <sighs> yeah, morning. I will scan round and Emron's down there. So um. Is Emron not down there? <laughs> if he's not, I will find an empty table and take a seat. Preferably, if the table we sat at last night is empty, I will go there. It is empty. Then I will go there. And you sit down. Indeed, I do. And I would gesture to Nick to join me at the table. Who's around the room? There are two individuals. There are two individuals, uh, both sat on their own. One is enjoying a hearty bowl of what looks like a vegetable soup and some bread for breakfast. Uh, the other is just slowly nursing what looks like a veritable hangover himself, uh, herself, sorry, and um, holding on to a cup of water like it's propping her up against the world. Like gravity, she's fighting gravity, and this cup is the only thing that's kind of holding her upright this morning. Morning. Nix walks over. Not big talkers. That's okay. I'm quite uh, the big talker. I've been. Told. I don't know who, My I don't, name's Nix. I don't know who you walked up to, Ian. I the people on the table. Yeah, they stood on the sat on different tables. Oh, I thought they were sat together. My no, no, sat separately. He did say on the right. He did say different ones. Hmm. Let's listen. go for the one with the water holding up the world. Okay. Morning. Less of the voice, please. Morning. That's much better. What do you want? I just wanted to say good morning. Is it? I think so. Are you alive? Did you wake up? 
In which case, yes, it's a good morning. I feel like a blight corpse. I, I mean, but you look like a right corpse. Yeah? There's no, there's no expression change, but the the head comes from a downward, almost uh, forehead against the table position, and just rolls slightly on the table to one eye can look up at you. What do you want, Tiefling? Um, Nix. You could call me Nix if you, if if it please. Uh, nothing. Literally, just come over to say good morning and um, and just. Yeah, yeah. How are you? She puts mm. one hand down the table and then uses the other hand to kind of lift her head like it weighs a ton to lift it up so she's upright and her head sways slightly forward and backwards and you realise now that she's wearing an eclectic array of um, colours in this uh, sash she wears around herself. It's a whole mess of colours and um, she looks up at you. I'm well, thank you. I like your sash. It's very pretty. Yes, my Where'd mother you get it made from? it. My mother made it for me. Is she here? Is she around? She's this dead. Area? Ah, yeah. So quite a special sash. Little bit, yeah. I like your um. Uh oh, God! Are you a sailor? Oh, thanks. Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, you could call me a sailor. I, I'm more of a connoisseur of the sea, as as you were. I sail uh, with the ship, the Esmeralda. Uh, you might have heard of her. And you go out in the ocean. Deep, far out into the ocean, I've seen some things. And each, each adjective you say, deep, far out. Uh, uh. Oh. Uh. Been there. Do you need some coffee? I heard it's great here. Nope, nope. Just don't uh, mention the big body of water, please. Ah, okay, that's better. It's gone. <clears throat> what do you want? Uh, Sorry, to... I thought you wanted something. No, literally to see how you were doing. But you seem okay. Coffee see, would be great, that. please. Big body of water, yeah. no? Yeah, I got it, I got it. Coffee would be great, please. You offered, I'd coffee. like some. Yes, okay, okay. We Another coffee over here, my friend. And Nix will sit down opposite. See, I knew I wasn't the only person here who liked some coffee. No. Do you come here often? I'm new here. Christ, so many fucking questions. Uh, yes, I drink here. It's nice, it's warm, it's busy. Yes, sometimes I stay here. Kennard lets me... St- Stay nearby. Which one's Kennard again? The guy who runs the place. Not the kid, the other one, the pale guy. Pasty, angular face. Ah, I saw him last night, I think. Yeah, I I saw you last night as well, yeah. You kept saying, um, Ernon, Ernon, over and over again, and it was... Oh, that would be my friend Emron. He's he's kind of like a god to me, so I have to pray to him, and he likes me to say his name over and over and over and over and over again, so if you hear that, that's just me praying, because he's a god. Fascinating. Why are you in Sleekard, then? You know what? That's a very good question. You know when you think you're here to, for a specific reason and then mm-hmm. you go along with it and you happen to find a group and you end up in a place and you're not entirely sure how you got there or why you're there, but nevertheless, you're there. That's why I'm here. Does that make sense? Why no, are you here? I'm here to drink um, and um, try and find... Someone who is interested in uh, my uh, abilities that I have. Uh, what abilities is that? that I'm a prof- bird? Please finish that very interesting sentence. No, I, I feel like I interrupted you and <clears throat> I've, I'm trying to do better at that. She starts kind of twisting. But yeah, no, I've got some friends here and uh, I'm not alone. So it's it's okay. If, if I ever like was bothering you, I could go... Uh, back but you just seem so interesting and you got you're such a beautiful sash there and maybe i don't know you look like the world the weight of the world was on your shoulders and sometimes you just need someone to come over and say hey are you okay i don't know i might have just saved you today i don't know 
You didn't. It's the weight of a night of drinking that weighs heavily on me, not out of the world. And to answer your previous question, I'm a professional book thrower. Wow. You know, that's quite interesting. I've heard of book throwers before, but I've never seen one. You right or left-handed? Right. It's a and talent. what's your name? Hilda. Hilda? Hilda? Yes. Why, Nix? Nix? I just think that's such a beautiful name. That's all. Strong. Strong name, Hilda. Yes. Well, I am cool. strong. I've got to throw books, haven't I? They get very heavy. I mean, I am nothing but impressed. I'll tell you what, Hilda, I'm going to do you a favour. Oh, fantastic. I am from the ship, the Esmeralda. And it is a well-known vessel and entertainment ship. Yes, I saw it. It was on fire. Yeah, I know the one. It was not on fire. Thank you very much. Other ships were on fire, but the crew of the Esmeralda dealt with the fire, put it out. Actually, if you go back to the docks, it looks grander than ever next to all the other ships that didn't make it. Bless their sails. (laughs) But the Esmeralda stands tall and strong. So I'm going to do you a favour, Hilda. Like I said, it's an entertainment ship and we are putting on a show. And if you go ahead and mention my name to the people on the door, the ticket office, you could get in and see. What's the show? Uh, Shit. Every goblin dies a true underdog story or something like that. Shit. Shit. shit, I've, shit. I've heard of a better one. Sorry. I'm not interested. There's another group. There's another trope in town. I've seen them. Um, we met them a few episodes ago. What's her name? What's her name? Come What's on. really useful is how memorable both of these plays are that are clearly competing. Leona yeah, Felwood. you've got a memory bank just over there. Leona, Leona Felwood. She, she set up her own company uh, a while ago, actually. And I think she's a, uh, she's a local here. So, um, we might go watch her Not stuff. Good as ours. Well, you haven't given me a name of your show yet, so until you have. Um, listen, uh, I was a Nix. Nix, it's been lovely speaking to you, and you wasted my morning and making my hangover worse. But if you could leave me alone now, that would be fantastic. Two coffees, and uh, the little boy comes over and brings. I say little boy, he's a teenager. Brings over two coffees and plonks them down uh, on the table in front of you both. Can I get anything else for you or your strange no sleeping friend? I will get these coffees because uh, she is a friend of mine. Uh, This is Hilda. I don't know if you've met. She says she's been here quite a bit, but I'm not sure if she's telling the truth. So I will get these coffees as a form of friendship. Yes, uh, she asks she asks us never to, to to speak to her, and we leave her alone. Um, so this is the first she's made eye contact with me, and I am now sweating. Um, so uh, uh, okay, I, I will th- put it on your tab. Goodbye. Thank Thanks you so very much. much. I appreciate that, Hilda. Before I go, I, I I'm sorry that I'm annoyed you. Uh, truly, I just wanted to come and say hi. Uh, before I go though, because because you seem like a strong, as you said, book thrower. Uh, have you been here in Goldview long? Yes, the last couple of months. Have you ever heard of like people just disappearing or like people being kidnapped? Or is there some sort of underground company that goes along and, and just snatches innocent members of the public? Is there stories such as that that you know of? Yes. Everyone knows the story of the Criscra and the way they came in and started taking over and removing people from power and it all happened years ago have you not heard of it i'm anything recently though more like in the last few months i'm sure the obcrisco are very upstanding uh well yes uh, now they've uh, now they've killed everyone else uh yes um no not particularly that was all nigh on a year or two years ago really and no nothing nothing since then that i know of Ah. Will that will that make you go away, please? I've told you the truth. Please don't don't torture me anymore. Oh yes, oh yes, yes. Thank you uh, very much, Hilda. Like I said, um, Esmeralda. It's a nice play there. I was drinking heavily last night, so I might have got the name wrong, but uh, fairly uh, well. I t- uh, sorry, before you before you go, are tieflings related to dragons? Sorry if that's insensitive, but I mean, in the same way that we're majestic creatures. Her face pauses in questionable silence. 
Right. Yeah. We have titles. I thought so. I yeah. Title. Yeah. Well, sure. Yeah. Who doesn't? Okay. No problem. Thanks, Nick. Lovely to meet you. I hope you have a fantastic Lovely to meet you. day. And I do really genuinely hope, and I say this from the bottom of my heart, we never meet again. Then don't come back here. Okay. Good night or good morning. Good day. Morning. Uh, farewell. Ha, ah, that went well. I'm losing my touch a little bit. I need to try. I need to try again with you. And Nick's will go to the other person on the table. <laughs> okay. Hi. Good morning. My name's Nix. Carell, at your service. The great Nix Carell from the Esmeralda that's currently ported in our dock. And we are a great entertainment vessel. Probably the only one that's currently upstanding. Have you seen what happened to the docks? My Lord. But my ship is still there and we're putting on a show. So I thought I'd come over here and just kind of sell it, as it were, to uh, fine people such as yourselves. Any interest in being entertained on taken away on a night of adventure that you will never forget in your life? He's reached into his pocket the entire way you were talking. He's been rustling around, looking in at this top jacket pocket, rustling around, looking at you, nodding, looking at, you know, smiling at you, catching eye contact, looking in his pocket, rustling around, finally grabs something, pulls it out, and then just as you finish, opens up, a, unfurls a bit of paper that just says, I'm deaf. And then thumbs up you and continues smiling at you. And Nick's will smile back and, and thumbs up. And, uh, uh, okay. I will get you coffee drink. He rolls his, he rolls his eyes and flips the piece of paper over and goes, I can lip read. You don't have to speak slower. Ah, wow. (laughs) Fuck. He nods. Well, you can still read my lips and now I'm just talking. And smiling. Yeah, yeah, Nods. yeah. You know what? Esmeralda, mention my name. See what happens. <laughs> he nods, thumbs <sighs> up, half shakes his head that he, he enjoyed that. He's having a little giggle to himself as he continues on his breakfast, his stew. His, uh, turn around and make his way to Alpha. And just quickly passing the camera on back to um, Emron, who has been uh, fastidiously uh, breaking down these crates out back. Um, could you give me an athletics check, please? Sure. It's like Captain America. Just yeah, spread yeah. them open. I'm thinking, yeah. <laughs> Shirt open, uh, you know, athletics. sweat. Athletics, yeah. A 19. Nice. Um, you get through these crates in an expert fashion. Um, it's handy that the chap told you what you wanted to use it for, so you could even split down a number of the pieces of wood down to useful kindling size and then into the larger, uh, longer-lasting um, size pieces of wood. You stack them all up so that they can withhold, uh, withstand the rain that's outside. You try and put them under the kind of uh, alcove that sticks out of the building, uh, but it's only a one-story. Uh, the roof's quite low, and it's leaking in a number of places. And just as you finish, you kind of look up, and then street and get your breath and you see uh stumbling down the alleyway sorry yeah stumbling down the alleyway towards you the large hulking figure of a man dressed in armor his sword is drawn uh, his armor looks battered and as he gets close and closer and closer you realize how tall this figure is and you remember him to be satana barry from the night before the man who approached you and saved you all from death He's not looking healthy. And as he sees Emron you, he drops, he drops the sword down by his side and then just from his almost seven foot height, just face plants down into the mud in front of you. And before you can respond, that's where we're going to leave it for this week's episode of the Fellowship of the Tabletop. Oh, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> Well, there you go, guys. Um, you've tested my uh, my stack of my stack of NPCs there, uh, Ian. So thank you very much. Yeah, that will be happening, mate. <laughs> to be fair, we've made it to episode fifteen before that episode where whatever you've planned is just shelved for whatever we want to do. Because we spent yeah, no, no, no. twenty two minutes doing breakfast. Yeah. No, that always happens though. Breakfast for some reason always takes an episode. The morning always it's takes most an important meal of the day, guys, and Absolutely. it should take that long. And I hope you at home take that long 
over your breakfast too as trying to find some sort of fucking segue in this mediocre shit I as you will... listen to us eating your breakfast because our episode released in the morning so you can eat your breakfast whilst listening to our episode there you go oh my god if anyone does it goes live at 7am <clears throat> apart from last week uh, <laughs> which was more like 1pm but I was uh, I was at a barbecue friend's barbecue the, the day before and totally lost track and forgot about everything so apologies for last week if you were there at 7 a.m ready to listen to the latest episode of the fellowship table only to be disappointed and wait for another five hours uh that's however also however however it's been it's it's still the point that we haven't missed a beat we haven't missed a a friday if you want to complain to us about these things how could they reach us in that's a very good question. <laughs> good, segue. Darren. Where could they reach us? They could reach us at Fellowship Tabletop, which is what? It's a Twitter handle. <laughs> and Callum, where else could they reach us? They could also reach us on Facebook. We have a Facebook page, which is at Fellowship Tabletop. Mark, is there anywhere else they can reach us? It's a very good point. They could actually use our actual Twitter handle, which is at Fellowship Table. And we have a website, which is thefellowshipofthetabletop.com. Then if you wanted to poke us, hit us, DM us individually, you can do so on our individual Twitter pages. I'm at iRolled1. Darren's at... Darren Page 06. Will is at... Natural 20 Will. Big Hairy Nips Callum is at... <laughs> the D20 Gamer. And our wonderful, brilliant DM is at... Hastily Rolled DM. Until next time, guys. Farewell. 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 Farewell.